Hey, welcome along to episode 158 of Blind Guy Talks Tech for Monday, the 18th of July, 2022. And today it is day one of a new week and day one with ARX Vision. You're listening to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Now, here's that blind guy himself, Stephen Scott. And I am not going to apologize for fan noise in today's episode. And I don't mean people at the door screaming, shouting my name and saying... I love you, you're great. I thought they said hate, but okay, fine. Um, But... uh, (laughs) Not that noise. I am not going to worry about fan noise in today's episode because it's absolutely boiling, Sean Priest. I can't handle the. Heat. Oh, I know. You should be in this shed, this uh, six foot windowless void covered in foam. <laughs> it is boiling. In fact, uh, yeah, you feel for a bit while I take my trousers off. You carry on. Okay, that's fine. Well, I think most of us are probably doing these podcasts with no clothes on at all. I actually made sure today that my camera was turned off. And then I realized that my Mac was running FaceTime. So that means the camera is active at all times. And it gave myself, I gave myself a fright. That's what I did by uh, doing that. But just looking at the temperature, where I live, the high today is going to be 29 degrees. Uh, the same tomorrow. And then what I love about this, the weather in Scotland is while everyone else is basking in and the country is melting with 40 plus degree heat, I am looking forward to Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, where the low is 19, or the high, I should say, is 19. And 70% chance of rain. Oh, so, you see, in Scotland, in Scotland, we pay for it. We really pay for decent it's weather. Beautiful. Well, I'm free. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Feel better? Ah, oh, gorgeous. Carry on. Yes. How's your week going? Is it, it's warm, isn't it? It's really warm. Or as you would say, it's wham. It's very wham. And, uh, you know, what? I'm fed up of everyone complaining about it, though. It's gorgeous. Make the most of it because it's not going to last. So, I'm enjoying it. Come to my weather forecast Wednesday, and then it's all over. Yeah, but look, so, uh, a bit of rain. I don't care. It's it's still warm, no. right? It's, it's nice not to have a hoodie, a fleece, and a coat on all the time and freezing. So, I'm enjoying it. Uh, not only uh, are, are we melting, uh, so is apparently the National Rail Network. Um, it's melting as well. So they're saying don't get trains because the trains will melt in front of oh, you. Well, and plus there's no drivers because they're all on strike anyway. So, Well, there's that as well. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. Isn't this country fabulous? Yes, it is, actually. I don't mind. It's all cool. <laughs> we, we live on strikes and talking about the weather. That's the British way. God bless us. It's the British way. Oh, yeah, well, all that nonsense. It's only Monday. Carry on. <laughs> anyway. I feel I should play Robin's theme. There it is. Yes. God bless you, sir. God bless, ma'am. Uh, right, so uh, today we're going to talk about ARX Vision, uh, what it is, and day one. Now, we're not going to get into too much detail of usage at the moment because, well, for a couple of reasons. One, I haven't yet, uh, but I have unboxed it and I have got it set up and I want to talk a little bit about it. So we'll get into that in a moment. Before that, though, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who's involved in the uh, podcast event that was held. It was like a podcast roundtable for uh, lots of different people uh, in well, around the world. There was lots of people joining from all over the planet. It was the big hitters in the podcasting world, and you were there, Stephen And I was, I was asked to go along Somehow. as well. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. Uh, it is the funniest bit of that whole thing was where the, everyone's going around the desk and they're talking about podcast kit. And of course, Brian Fishler, who's leading this from that, that real blind tech show Lovely in fella. inverted commas. Yes. Um, the, uh, <laughs> he was uh, talking about the kit and he was, he was making some very, very valid and valuable points. Like, mm-hmm. for example, do not spend a lot of money. You know, if you want to get into a podcast, 
do not spend a fortune nope. in getting into this. You know, just just use what you've got. Oftentimes, you'll have equipment at home you can use. If you've got a smartphone, you're you're pretty much halfway there. Yes. Um, so, you know, he's making very valid points. And he says, so, Stephen, what kit have you got? And I'm like, well, I've got a Neumann U87. I've got a DBX186 processor, a Rodecaster 2. He's like, okay, right, okay. that's Whatever he said, ignore. I've got thousands and thousands of pounds worth of high-end audio equipment. Yeah. Cameras, uh, shotgun mics, Godox lights uh, hanging from the roof. Yeah, I mean, it's a different ballgame what we're doing, right? But it's obviously being, slightly different. Yes, that's that's a broadcast company, yeah. you know, you're working. So, uh, yes, it's fine. Not for pocket. Although I will say this. I mean, they were all talking. Everybody was talking about this. And I, I need to get the link from Brian uh, on this. They were all talking because Janine Stanley was there, or a friend, of course, uh, from oh, Ira. Fedora uh, Janine. Uh, yeah. Fedora Janine. Uh, that wasn't easy to say. Um, and you know, she was talking about, along with everyone else, David uh, Goldfield was there. Um, we had we had every, everybody. The, the the honestly the the whole. I can't remember names. Um, yes. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's too warm. Can I use that as an excuse? Excellent. I'm going to use it. Um, but yes, basically, uh, everyone was talking about the Sennheiser headset they had all bought off Amazon for nineteen dollars. I want to know what it is because they all sounded brilliant on it. Oh, so we're missing I need out. to find out this. Yeah, nineteen quid they spent, or nineteen dollars they spent on this Sennheiser headset, and I want to know which one it is because, um, yeah, like I say, I mean, if we're on the move, that's one thing I don't really have. I've got kit I can take with me for interviews. Like we used the Roadcaster Pro, the first version, with these wonderful headsets that we have, and uh, we used that when we were at Site Village. But if you're on your own and you're traveling and you maybe have to do something. I don't really have anything that's as good to broadcast with, you know, because I've got things like my AirPods, but they're not really that yeah. great. I mean, AirPods are pretty naff, to be honest. Uh, they're okay at a pinch, but they're easily to get handling noise, scraping off your jumper or shirt and things. Well, no, I'm talking AirPods. I'm talking in the, I'm talking the wireless oh, ones. Oh, I see, yes. I mean, you're, you're right. actually, the, ear, the AirPods you're talking about, they are brilliant for recording because they have the best quality because they are wired. Now, interestingly, when you and I went to Canada, we tried to do some recording on the plane, we were going to do some bits for the show. And I stupidly mm. recorded them on my AirPods. Stupidly, yes. And the sound quality, it sounded like the plane was underwater. And I have to tell you, that's not the best thing. <laughs> no, not in real life or an audio planes, recording. Planes are not boats. I, I just want to put that out there. Well, planes are not boats. I didn't know you were a technical man. Well, you know, I am a, a man of... Um... Science. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Anyway, the thing is, so we had a great time. We had a really interesting conversation with everyone and uh, unfortunately it wasn't recorded. Uh, although I think there is some kind of surreptitious copy going round. Um, <laughs> bootleg. This, yeah, <laughs> boot, yeah, the podcast roundtable bootleg edition is available to <laughs> buy like on Led the Zeppelin. dark web. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's just like, okay. Um, but yeah, the, the, the New York Library, I think it was, who were hosting this, I know nothing of fact, but the wonderful people who were hosting it um, don't allow you to record the session. So for that reason, uh, it, it, I think someone managed to record it locally. I was making the point afterwards, it was kind of ironic, you know, being a podcast session, that it wasn't recorded. Um, but anyway. <laughs> it was slightly strange. I mean, yeah. It, <laughs> Why couldn't it be a podcast? Well, webinars uh, all all good, but usually they do record it for, you know. Posterity. Is that yeah, the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, listen, I'm, in, I'm excited. ARX, let's, come on. Yes, I know, I'm trying. Uh, so uh, ARX Vision uh, it is in my grubby little hands or sweaty little hands as they are at the moment. Um, so let me talk you through this because um, 
a lot of people are obviously wondering the big questions like, right, what does this look like? What does it feel like? Um, you know, I'm getting questions from everybody about, you know, battery and what's what's capable of, and how good is it? And what device can I connect to? And let, well, let's try and answer some of those questions. So first off, let's just imagine, boys and girls, uh, that this is a, an Aftershocks bone conduction headset. So if you've never had one of those before, we're talking like uh, the uh, headband or neckband, I guess, to some depends on, on who you are. But basically, this band goes around the back of your head, goes over your ears, and then these little pads, as they feel, sit on the front, just in, just in front of your ears, as if they're, they should go in your ears, but they actually just sit in front. But the difference with these is on the right-hand side, there's also a camera, which I would say is the size of a box of matches, Sean. No, let's discuss matches. Yes, yes, please, Stephen. If if I may, being an yes. ex-smoker, of course, I am au fait with matches. Are we talking the big Cook's matches, the big box that you have in your kitchen? Or are we talking those small, uh, was it England's Glory, those small match boxes? Or Swan Vesta, which were slightly bigger, slightly elongated rectangle? What are Oof. we talking here? Swan wow. Vesta, Old England's Glory, or Cook's kitchen uh, matches? Uh, what was the Swan's Blood one? I can't remember. What was that Not one? Not Swan's Blood. No, no. Swan Vesta. They were they were slightly bigger. They were uh, oh, no, medium-sized. No, medium. No, I think it's the smaller size. I would say it's just a slightly smaller size right. to yes, that. Right, yes, yes. Um, okay. I only know this, actually. I know, I know what you're talking about to some degree because my yeah. mother and father smoked, and, uh, yeah, these boxes were always littered around, around the house. the house, correct. Yeah, but... Um, Turkish yeah, Delight, that, something like that, or a small... Yeah, or uh, smaller than that. Milky smaller Way, than that. or half a, mm. half a bounty bar. We're kind of digressing slightly. Sorry. I I'd stick to the matches if I were you. Um, so, yeah, that's about the size of it on the side of your face. And uh, that actually sits. And because there's a little pad, like I say, this little pad that you would have, if you've ever had these aftershocks, you'll know what I'm talking about. The little pad that connects. It's, it doesn't go in your ear, but it just sits on the side and the sound gets into your ears through the cheekbone. Um, well, imagine that just to the, the front of that, I guess, or, or on, on the side of the device, you've got this extra, if you like, box of matches size camera. And there's actually two cameras in there. Um, now, the two camera thing is interesting because looking at the the website, looking at the manual, going through you know all the kind of setups, I don't really see any major reason why it has two cameras at this stage. Um, I'm not an expert on this, to be any, to be perfectly honest. I don't know. Maybe there's a reason no. it needs it for certain things, but. I don't know. There doesn't seem to be a reason yet, although I have a feeling that may be something that's coming. Um, it's got to be for depth, right? The only reason to have cameras, two cameras, stereo cameras, if you will, is so you can work out depth perception to some degree. So you could say an object is... Uh, I'm pretty sure the Orcam My Eye 2 had this in their latest software where it would say, you know, uh, the chair is two feet away from you because it could work out the distance. Yeah. Well, okay, all right. Hopefully, hopefully something. I'll, like I'll, I'll bend to your superior knowledge on this. Like LiDAR without the LiDAR, yes. <laughs> Just like LiDAR without the LiDAR. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so on that right side, as well as having your matchbox size camera box that's attached to these, uh, these bone conduction headphones, um, you have a wire protruding out of the bottom. Now, this is a fixed wire. I know you were intrigued to know about this. Uh, so it's a fixed wire. That wire comes out and it uh, extends. Now, we did a bit of a test with this. It would, it would basically fit. If I was standing up straight, this wire would go down my back and into my uh, back pocket of my trousers. It probably wouldn't reach 
if, if I take the cable down my back, it probably wouldn't reach into my side pocket. But if you bring the cable around the front, it probably would. Mm. Uh, and bear in mind, obviously, this has to connect into a smartphone. Now, at the moment, this has to be an Android phone. That's the only option you have. So what you do is you connect the USB-C connector at the bottom. Um, and I've had lots of question marks around the um, quality of the cable. Um, I'll say one thing about it. It's quite a thin cable. I, most often I've found these days with USB, especially that transmit video uh, or any data, frankly, they tend to be quite thick. You know, mm -hmm. If you think about docking stations and things like that, you tend to get quite thick USB cables. But this doesn't, and I think it's partly because there's no power in this, or at least no power that is uh, is is attracting. I guess it needs power. I'm, I'm sure there's power being transferred somehow here to make this work. Um, but there's no battery in it, for example, so there's nothing to charge. Yes. Um, the, the, this is All the power is coming from the smartphone. Yeah, there's no battery itself in the ARX headset uh, because no. it's, it's yes, getting it through the cable through the phone. So uh, you would expect a, a larger, you know, a stronger battery drain on your uh on your android phone to yeah yeah for the extra battery on that but uh, the usb cables usually the thickness is purely for how much power it needs to handle because if it's you know a thicker usb c cable for your laptop for example because we're talking higher wattage or voltage of, of power going through so a, a camera requires hardly any voltage so it could be a thin cable it doesn't honestly matter and as for the length of it i'm assuming you'd be okay to use a usb-c extension so you could extend yeah. it to a certain you don't want it too long because you know the the longer the cable the the the, the signal well, degrades. compromise the quality yes, exactly yeah, of, so, of, the, of the signal but you could get a usb extension and extend it another couple of feet if you wanted to route it around your jacket or whatever yeah well that's that's right and and some people even do that with backpacks nowadays they have cables coming out of their backpacks yeah and you can right. hook stuff yeah. up so that's another way to do it um but yeah so you have this cable it is a quite a flexible cable as well which is quite good so you don't get the feeling that this is going to uh you know it's you're going to break it um it seems quite flexible um and then it connects up to the usb-c now it seems like a very standard usb-c connection to me it's not a right angle, it's a straight-in connection. Some people had concerns about that because obviously when that goes into your pocket, could that be damaged? Yeah, you don't want a right angle. No, straight on sounds fine. Yeah, or the, well, we talked about this last week, didn't we, the U-shaped one, which I have. Yeah, never yeah. heard of that. I think that's yeah. just a strange one that's melted. <laughs> it's, just been, it's the heat. It just melted it all the way around. Just plug it in. It works. Um, but yeah, so, th so that's one thing you might want to consider. And, you know, like you were saying last week, you know, what is it going to be like with the fact that the cable at the top of this, the actual cable that goes into this unit, the fact that it's not changeable, that's... Um, yeah. That's kind of... That could be a problem because ideally you would want that to be changeable so that should something go wrong, you, at least, you can at least change the cable. You don't have to send the whole thing back to be fixed. Exactly, yeah. I think it makes much more sense. Maybe there's some sort of technical reason why they couldn't have done that. Uh, or maybe it's just cost, but um Yeah. It is what it is, though. I suppose we'll have to wait and see how durable the whole thing is anyway. Now, in the box, you get the ARX headset. You also get this uh, user manual as well. Now, the user manual comes in uh, large print and Braille. It's all the one. So the Braille is printed on the user manual on the single large print one. Um, your first page is your table of contents. The second page talks you through what you'll find in the box. Of course, you'll find the headset. You'll find the manual. And there's a QR code inside the box as well that helps you get the app. This is quite clever, actually. So if you want to uh, open up your uh, Samsung device, in my case, um, it's a Samsung S21 I've got here. I just open that up and I get a QR, uh, QR code scanner app and then scan that and I can get straight in. Or I can just go straight to the Google Play Store 
and download ARX Vision. All one word, ARX Vision. Uh, now, the headset itself, let me talk you through some of the, the functions, and this is all laid out inside the manual as well. Obviously, you've got the speakers on either side. You've got volume buttons as well. I actually didn't notice those at first when I was setting it up. Uh, it did mention volume buttons, but I couldn't find them. But actually, on the left side, uh, earpiece, uh, as it would be just sitting in front of your ear, there's an up and down. It's quite clear because you have a bump for the volume up and a, a recessed button for the volume down. Yeah. Um, obviously, you have a microphone in this as well. That is inside the camera portion. And there are navigation buttons on the side. So let me talk you through those. So what you've got is you've got what is essentially a play button, a triangle, a circle, and you've got a, a stop button or a, a square. Oh. And that's how to think about it. Square, nice and circle, and a triangle. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice so and squid easy. Squid game. It's yes. a squid game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but, but less deadly consequences, obviously. Yeah. Um, we'll see. No spoilers. It's a good show, actually. Coming back for season two. Looking forward to that, <laughs> okay. actually. I've only watched episode one. Have you? Yeah. It's pretty, I'll be honest, it's pretty depressing. Yeah, forget it then. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so, it's <laughs> a good story, though. Um, but, yeah, so you've got the buttons. Now, what happens is the uh, play button, if you like, the triangle, that is used to help you navigate scenes. So you can move around all the different scenes that it has. And again, you've got to think about this, especially at this point in time, because I know we've talked about Ira and the fact that Ira will be integrated into this at some point, but that's coming down the line. Right now, what you can do with this, if you were to buy this today, you'd be able to do the following. You'd be able to read short text. So wearing the headset, the camera's pointing outwards, you could hold up a piece of paper, it will start reading it to you. I'll talk about the experience of that in a minute. You then press that triangle again. It'll move on to the next scene, and that scene can be document. Uh, then we move through, and there's like um, there's the QR code scanner. So if you wanted to download the app or another app or any you know scan any QR code, you can do it directly uh, on that scene. Now you hit that triangle again uh, onto the next scene, and it's kind of what you might call like your find my where is my uh, function, and what you do here is you use the second button, the little circle, uh, to navigate around a choice of items. So it's things like chair, sofa, glasses, phone. Yes. Uh, and you just select which one you're looking for, and it will go off and look for it. Now, I'll be honest, my initial thought of this was, wouldn't it be nice just if it could, you know, you could just tell it what you were looking for, or it could even just show, it could just start telling you. What it sees Any of the objects of it recognises, yeah. But that could be a bit too verbose, right? It could never shut up. Well, that's the thing. And one of the other things it has on it is at scenes. So it's kind of weird, right? Because they call these the things scenes. scenes, scenes yeah. But there's a scenes scene. And what it does is it kind of explains to you what's around you. So as you move around, it will just tell you what it sees. Okay. So that's yeah, another I'll, I'll comment on that in a second when you've gone through this list, yes. And then the last one is faces. Mm -hmm. So you can then have, you can train it like OrCam can. You can train it to recognize a face. And it will then recognize that face in the future. Cool. Um, which is kind of cool. Um, there's also a training mode as well, which is really useful, actually. And I've read a few reviews already of people saying, you know, thank goodness for the training module, because that really helped me understand where to hold a document when I'm trying to read it. And this was really useful to a lot of totally blind people who were wondering why the device couldn't see, the, you know, the, the document. Yes, that is um, tricky. One of the trickiest things, you need a lot of the... Uh guidance when you're taking document pictures i find with these uh, most uh, most apps are good at that though you know i cannot see that the left edge isn't in shot or something they tell and the way this way works the, the way this works with all of this across all these different modes if you like is 
that you essentially move around and you hear a, a constant beep. And the beep becomes higher pitch as it starts to recognise what it's, what it's looking for. The only scene I haven't noticed this in is, is short text. It tends to just read immediately. Yes, why would you And it's actually that? quite fast. It'd be like having yeah, tinnitus, surely. Yeah, that's right. Drive yeah. me crazy. You don't, you don't need it. You really don't need it on short text mode. But other document modes you do. Uh, and again, that's part of the training. Uh, and one of my favourite modes of all is idle. I love the idle mode because you can just shut it up. Bone idle and sometimes, mode. Sometimes, yep. yeah, bone idle mode. We that's like that. my mode. My personal favourite. <laughs> so basically, that's just the sleep mode, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, is is that it for the scenes? Is that? Yeah, that's right. it. I mean, and, and and that's the thing, right? It's like a walled garden at the moment. No, no, this no. Is it's, my hey, point. Look, absolutely fine. All things I would expect it to do, right? When you compare it to SuperSense, Envision, Seeing AI, Google Lookout, Google Lens, whatever else, all these artificial, artificial. Yeah, that's right. All these artificial intelligence uh, tools that we rely on so much and are great. Um, that's exactly what I would expect. There's a couple of things I want to say, though, because the describing your environment feature on any app that I've ever tried is always pretty much useless. Mm. Um, you know, yes, it will say, uh, you know, I'll say I do it in the kitchen. It will say a microwave or a sink or a cooker. It's kind of great, but I just don't know what the use of it is i honestly yeah i'm not entirely sure how useful that sort of thing is um it, it sounds cool but i don't think the technology is anywhere near for that being useful for us where we can walk into a room and we can get the layout we can get sort of a an idea of it uh, just saying what objects are in there i don't think is that particularly useful i think one of the things i do like though is this mode where you're able to essentially find things right you know yeah, how I have think you that's found that quite useful. how have you found that that's clever uh, how hey you, how's that um performed well it was interesting so i'm sitting in my office and the one thing i was wanting to find as a demonstration because it's the one that i would use all the time is a mug or a cup yeah of right? course yeah 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 and that wasn't there that option wasn't available in the list oh really so okay. i was thinking wow okay that's interesting because i had chair i had sofa i had car and i'm thinking i don't even have a car um <laughs> But I, mean, I guess that's more for if you're out and about, right? You maybe want to hey, check if there's the a... The taxi's pulling up outside your driveway. Well, that's right. Yeah. Exactly, that's right. So I'm, I'm being a bit flippant there. But, you know, the, there are reasons why you need these things. But, you know, a, a simple thing like a mug, which is actually the thing that I'm probably more likely than anything else to knock over because yes, I missed it. exactly. It would be kind of nice to know where it is. Uh, and I should also mention as well, all of this is controlled by voice command. So you don't have to go through all these individual scenes and modes to get to where you want to get to. You can just ask it, you know, I'm looking for a chair and it will, you know, start scanning for one. So that's quite cool. Uh, you can sort of shortcut to some degree with the voice oh, command. I thought you said you couldn't do that earlier on. Okay, no, that sounds good. That's cool. Yeah, no, you can do that. Yeah, you can do that. So that's pretty cool. Um, I mean, how, I mean, it's not bad in terms of response as well. I mean, it's it's fairly swift. Um, Were you able I think... to find something with it though? Were you able no. to? But then it, it, I couldn't. I couldn't find my smartphone with it. That's the one thing I, I did. It, it came up with option for phone, and I have my phone on my desk in front of me, and I I, I couldn't find it. Now, what I'm, I'm again, I'm going to just to be fair here. It's day one, right? It, literally day one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah, done the course. proper training yet, and I think I still need to understand what this camera is seeing and yes. how it's seeing, because that's part of the thing, right? If you kind of understand. Where the camera's looking, you'll know where, if you're pointing your head, you'll know that you're not way off base. The other thing to mention as well is on the headset where, where the camera lives, it's kind of, you know, on this little hinge. So you can kind of move the camera up and down. So if, for example, you had the headset 
you know pushed down at the back, maybe maybe just shape of your head or whatever. You had to just have the, the headset in a, a bit more of a comfortable position. That would move the camera. So you can adjust the camera up and down just a little bit. I mean, maybe a few degrees either way. It's not a huge amount of movement, but it does allow you enough to be able to get that camera in focus or in the right place. Yeah. Um, the problem is that I can't tell what it sees at this point. So I'm probably pointing in the wrong direction to find I'm, you know, and I'm doing the typical, you know, partially sighted thing where I'm kind of trying to look where I think the thing is. Yes, and yes, the camera's of way off base. And I need to understand that, you know, it's a bit, it's a little bit like training with a guide dog here. Yeah, You've yeah. got to kind of yeah, let it yeah. do its thing, you know. Well, uh, uh, um, look, anything we say here, this is first impressions. This yeah, is, absolutely. as you say, day one. So if, you know, we will come back to this once you've had a, a proper a proper run through of it and a proper give it a a, a, a balanced test so yes yeah. maybe we are being unfair but hey this is our first impressions right so it's fine and i will say this arx have been brilliant on this they've been they've been quite clear uh that they want me to be you know brutally honest about it oh, and right, actually watching some if you actually watch some of the videos on their website some of the user experience videos you know you often watch these things and you think oh yeah who's been paid to say that yes uh, the user experience videos I've seen have been brutally honest. And they've said, yeah, I like this. I don't like that. I think that could be better. And oh, I that's think that is, cool. That's really good. I'm really impressed by that. Because it, One th- it is, sorry, let me just say, it is important to manage people's expe- expectations of these as mm. well. These aren't, you know, a cure-all for anything. There are, as you said, there is a, a way to use these to their best uh, potential, right? So these aren't just put the bomb and, hey, I'm going to read everything. To-. Of course they don't work like that. Nothing uh, Look. No major company has brought out anything like this. Apple's, the Googles of the world, they have not brought anything. I know you can say, well, they brought out Google Glass, but that, that, that wasn't fair, doing what this is trying to do, though. That was different. No, that's right, and and it also it, it never really made it. It was never made to do that, as you say, uh, and it's actually been specialist companies like Envision who've actually bothered to try and make it happen. Yeah, so. It's interesting to see that development. So I think we have to cut them a little bit of slack on this. Um, and I know people will say, well, hang on, it's a lot of money. It's a thousand pounds or twelve nine nine in the US. It's a lot of money. Um, well, look, my advice would be if you're that much, if you're in doubt, don't buy it at this stage. I think, you know, listen to reviews, listen to the, the comments. People like me who are going to be feeding back a lot to this company, uh, you know, to make sure that we can make this product the best it can be. We'll do our bit. Uh, and you know, like I say, they they sent me this for free. I I don't expect to keep it, but I certainly you know expect to feedback plenty about its capability. And I hope that um, you know that that'll be taken on. I, I do want to pick up on a couple of things just to mention uh, that I that I thought was good, some sort of good and bad right off the bat. Um, it's on Android only, so you know that's a bit of a downside if you're an iPhone user because it means you're carrying two phones with you. At first, I wasn't too bothered by that, but then I remembered something as I was walking around with it on my head the other day. I can't get my voiceover through it, obviously, right? So I now have to have another earpod in or another oh, yes. thing in my ear so I can hear voiceover when I'm out and about. It's not so bad at home. Yeah. But, you know, out and about where I'm really going to use it, I'm not getting all the audio pumped through one headphone. So that's a bit annoying. So that's where the... I have no issue with it being on Android, but I don't use Android. So that's, that's a very a, that's good a point. That's something I didn't think. I mean, at this point, we're getting a lot of stuff we're stapling to our heads, right? So, well, uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's a good point. And also, I want, I want to pick up on the the phone that you're using, the Android phone, because that mm. that was suggested by ARX, wasn't it? From uh, well, I sent a list of what I had. I had several Samsung phones here, and I, I said, you know, I've got the S10, I've got the S21, and I've got the the Z Flip Three. 
which do you recommend? And, and uh, Charles came back and said to me, the advice for me would be use the S21. Um, but basically what he said was any, any Android phone within the last couple of years should be fine. Uh, you just have to be careful because sometimes uh, in older uh, USB-C Android phones, you'll find that the USB-C socket isn't as powerful as others. So you might have a degraded picture experience. So, you know, you have to be careful with this. Now, the challenge, I guess, for us as blind people is we may not know how good the camera is. You know, the camera could be pixelating all over the place and we just don't notice it. And then we yeah. think it's a fault of the camera or there's something wrong with it. And actually, it's just because the phone isn't able to process it. I think it'd be really good if ARX came out with like a, a list of supported <laughs> devices. I think that'd be quite helpful. It's like going back to talks in the Nokia days. Yeah, a so I need yeah. the N97 Nokia phone and going down to the uh, the phone supplier with a list of s- supported phones. But, but do you know something? That if you're spending that kind of money, you want to make sure it works and you need to make sure that everything works with it. So I think a supported list is not a bad idea. Absolutely. Actually. Because if you, even if it's got a USB-C port, like, um, like ARX has said, Charles has said, I mean, how many people know, okay, so what's the specs of this early S10 USB-C port? No one's going to know that. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's important to know. I would just say I would be interested to see how it performs on, say, your S10 or even, you know, a a more mid-range Samsung J or A series uh, phone. I would be very interested to see if there was a difference in performance between one of those phones and the more top-end S21 phone. Yeah, I mean, so far so good, right? I mean, it's reading text properly. It's not picking up any rubbish. I mean, the document scanner I found a little bit fiddly, but again, I think that's, I need to get used to the training module and, you know, I'll spend time with the training module to understand where my hand is and where it needs to be when I'm holding the document. Yeah. I think these are the things I have to do. And certainly going by the other reviews I've read already, um, that's what the suggestion is. It's like you have to do that training module. And the other thing, so Android one point, okay, not, you know, not great for me, but okay, fine. Let's just park that for a moment. Um, it does have a, a good app. And what I do like about the app is that it's very simple. There's not much to it, really. There's a setting option. You can actually navigate through all the scenes um, on that uh, app as well. You don't have to, to do it directly on the camera. But I think if you're wearing it out and about, it would just be yeah, easier yeah, to do course. it that way, to be honest. Um, it does clash with TalkBack. So if you've got TalkBack running... It'll talk. Uh, this was confusing me in the setup process. I couldn't understand what I was hearing. Um, but basically, TalkBack just talks everything that the device talks. Oh, come on. That's not great. So, yeah, it'd be good if it could silence TalkBack, if that was possible, and, and almost just be comp- – or not be self-voicing and just, you know, work with TalkBack independently, which I think might be a smarter move, actually. Um, the, the audio quality is interesting because with TalkBack on, I find the volume and the audio very good. I find that with the app itself running – and it being self-voicing, that self-voicing feels to me of a lower audio quality and of a lower volume. Uh, and I've turned everything. I mean, about, the thing about Android is there's about 8 million volume controls. Yes. And I've, I've put them all to high. I've put everything Accessibility, up as as media, system, yes. Yeah, all that. I kind of love that, though. I do love that it's feature cool. of it. You can you know, control each of them independently. But yeah, I've turned them all up, and I still feel it's quite quiet. I don't have that problem with top back running. So... Maybe that's an app thing. There is actually a, a mode in settings called loud mode. I've activated that. It doesn't make a huge difference, at least to me. I still feel like, again, it's that out and about problem. Am I going to hear this okay when I'm out and about? It's okay at home. Yeah. I mean, look at the, what was the, the glasses I tried? The, um, oh, the ones you Anchor, Sancor frames. That one. 
I really struggled. I, I, you know, at, at home they were fine. Um, couldn't use them outside. Couldn't hear a thing. Yeah, that's not so, good. You know, yeah. And okay, granted, that's different because those were outside of my ears. These are bone conduction, so I probably would hear them better. Even so, I don't want to be struggling to hear it. And anyone who's got low he- or issues with hearing might find that a real challenge. So that, there's that as well. Um, plus point for the app, though, I do love one tick box that comes up in the setup process that says as soon as you plug in the ARX headset, it will open the app. And I don't know why, oh, but I just think that's a brilliant feature. Of course, feature. that's perfect. Yeah, because you don't have to muck around with your phone. Plug it in, stick it in your pocket, and you're ready to go. Absolutely. I love that. Uh, and uh, another point, which is just to be aware of more than anything else, is the camera does build up a bit of heat. It doesn't get warm, or it gets warm, but it doesn't get hot. I mean, it's not hot to touch or anything. Well, that it's sounds not quite nice dangerous. during winter. Yeah, it sounds not great right now <laughs> when my face is melting as it is, uh, but it does get warm. So just be aware of that. And it's interesting because the more I, um, when I left yesterday, I turned my phone off. I came back and the camera was still quite warm. So I thought, hmm. So I've been just unplugging as soon as I'm done with it. Um, Almost treating it a little bit like a pair of wired headphones. You know, when I'm done with it, just take it out. Mm. Um, So that might be something to be aware of. But, you know, so far, so good. I mean, look, it's it's early days. As I say, it's day one for me trying this. What we need to get into is, is practical tests. I've got a ton of questions from you out there asking me, you know, to try different things. I've noted all that down. So I will be conducting various tests with this and feeding all of this back to ARX. There is a a ton of videos as well. If you have bought one or you're looking at buying one, maybe you want to know more in-depth detail about setup. Steve Nutt from Computer Room Services, he's obviously been brought in because he's done a ton of videos on the ARX Vision YouTube channel. And also you can find that on the ARX Vision website, um, which is just arx.vision. And you'll find a ton of videos from him explaining how to set the whole thing up and get it going. Uh, so that's quite. That's actually really worth watching, just to, just to get a handle on how the whole thing works and sounds as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I say, it's it's clearly not only is it day one for me. I feel it's day one for these products generally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's early days. It's all about the feedback, right? It's uh, look as you said, this is a considered purchase because you not only got to pay for the the headset itself, you also need the Android phone if you haven't got one already. Okay, so that's you know, another at least a hundred pounds on top. So uh, at least. If I was concluding it today without giving any more tests, if I was just on the basis of day one, which I know is not the way to do it, but if I were to, because I kind of have a feeling where this is going to go, um, I, here's my kind of conclusion, and I'll, I'll be. Int- I'm, I'm going to conclude with the, the caveat of this is a day one conclusion. Yes, and it's also I, I want to revisit this conclusion in a couple of weeks and see what I see if I still agree with it. But he, or maybe this is more of a premonition. Is that the right word? I don't know. But let's depends what you're going to say. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Not premonition, prediction. That's a better <laughs> word. Um, so I think the wire bothers me a little bit. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't. If I'm honest, it does because it's a wire and it's there. Um, but I also know that I'm going to get a higher quality connection with my device uh, because it's wired. At least I hope I am. Um, so that's one thing. I don't necessarily like the fact that the cable is not. You can't take it out of the main device on the headset. I kind of wish that was changeable. Yes. Um, the heat build-up bothers me a little bit. The size of the cameras, they are pretty big. I mean, although it's not too noticeable, and they don't really touch your face, the heat does bother me. The heat, I notice more than the oh, actual well, device. Yeah, I want to come back to that as well later on when you finished. Okay, come on, with your um, prediction. The, um, well, yeah, I see a prediction. I'm, I'm just kind of, I guess, I'm looking at where I'm at at yeah, the moment, yeah, yeah. thinking, would I use this? The Android thing kills me. Because that nothing wrong with Android. I'm not. This is not, not an anti-Android 
rant for once. Um, but <laughs> it genuinely isn't. I just... I don't use Android, so this is just another device I have to carry around. Um, another device I've got to charge up. Another device I need to update. It would appear every single day of its life. <laughs> yes. Um, so that's another thing. Would I need to have a second connection for it? Well, that was an interesting question Rebecca Skipper put to us. Um, I don't think you do. I think we can personal hotspot in. Um, but at the moment, for example, it doesn't seem to connect to the internet to get any of its responses. So... I don't think it needs to have a connection, but we'll try it without connection and see how that goes. Um, I don't think it needs to have an internet connection. It will, though, when we get to Ira and that kind of thing. That's Well, hang on. Different. How are you using it right now? Does your S21 have a, a SIM in Well, it's on Wi-Fi at home, right? So I haven't turned Wi-Fi off. I, oh, I probably right. should okay. try that, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. because yes, you that should. would be the... Just put it in airplane mode and see if, it's, if it works. Yes. But I, I think going by the responses, it doesn't feel like it's going to the cloud. I mean, it doesn't seem to be hanging about. Oh, I mean, who can tell? It's cloud so quick know, in a decent connection anyway. Um, so, yeah, look, I mean, is this something I would use? I, I have to be honest. This is where I – my prediction is I'd, be, I'd probably lean towards something like Envision more because it's wireless, because it's a cross-device as well. It works on the Mac or on the iPhone and actually the Mac as well. That's another story, but we'll get to that down the line. Um, but certainly, you know, the iPhone, Android, you've got options with that. And it's wireless. Um, well, so I think that's probably where I would put my money if I was at the moment. So I'll see if I, I'll see if I feel that way, because I am going to be testing Envision in a couple of weeks' time as well. Yeah. So once I've tested Envision and once I've put these two side by side and added Orcam into the mix for just for the hell of it. Yeah. Because um, those really are the leading three at the moment. The only um, three. Well, they are, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I imagine there might be something else out there, but I, I don't know of it. But, you know, th these three I certainly am aware of. Mm -hmm. And I think I'll probably lean towards Envision a little bit. You know what? I think. But we'll see. That's a prediction. No, no, yeah. That's my prediction. I, I think that's perfectly fair. I think that's the same concerns or questions that we all all have. Um, I, I think you're right that the, the difference, if you're an Android user here, it is a big difference. Mm, yeah. um, but let, let's be fair. Again, ARX have said that they are trying. Or it will be. Did they said it will be coming to the iPhone, or they are trying to make it come? It's to the I mean, on on the website, iOS coming soon. Charles so, Clark says yes, it's coming soon. He he was he was a little bit less, um, he was a little bit less confident, I think, on when it would be coming. But it's something that they are definitely working on. Now, this on the iPhone with Ira, and uh, that see that throws it back, right? Exactly, that makes it, that's, that's the point and, I was and making. Yeah. Let's not forget price either, because you're talking what two and a half k for the Envision glasses. Yes. Uh, again, you still need a device, mm -hmm. um, which is less of a problem if you don't have to go and buy another device. If you're using your existing device, that's less of a exactly. problem. Exactly. Yes. Right. So factor that in. But secondly, you know, it's nine 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 for the ARX, so two and a half for the Envision. 999 for the ARX in the UK. Orcam, pff, way beyond that. Yes. Um, well, actually, not that far beyond the uh, Envision. I don't not that what... far beyond. And, and there, there are different reasons to have it. Yes, exactly. Different, And there's Orcam Read It as well, which is a different device. Um, yeah, I don't want to write them, I don't write them off. No, 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 yeah, of course not. But equally, you know, you have to look at the price, you have to look at the capability. And look, for me, and I think for a lot of people who are IRA customers, we're looking at these devices as the answer, and because they will be the answer, we know that it's coming to ARX. We know it's coming to Envision. Yes. We don't know. We don't have dates yet, but we know it's coming. Yes. 
So when all that's launched, that's that's really going to change the market, and it'll be interesting. Very really interesting. Right. To see how okay, it develops. that's it. Perfect. Fantastic. Now, last question from me is: Do you feel self-conscious wearing this? Because the Envision glasses are weird. The Google Glass Enterprise frames or whatever they are are strange, right? But I don't think people actually would be that freaked out by them. They do look like glasses, weird glasses, but they do look like glasses. And you can put frames in them. And you can put lenses and frames in them. Yes, exactly. Um, far less conspicuous than this with a camera matchbox, Turkish delight size camera sticking out the side of your ear. Um, how self-conscious do you do you feel using these? I don't. I suppose in a way, I don't feel any more self-conscious wearing my open com aftershocks. What, I mean, with the a camera big boom module on it. Why would you wear them outside anyway? Well, I have done. I think the camera's the the boom is brilliant oh, on you're it, strange, and that doesn't bother me. You? you think you're Madonna? I mean, look, and again, you can you can turn that thing back. You can push it out of the way. Yes. Um, whereas, yeah, you've got this camera module on the right side. I don't think it sticks out that much, in, or enough. Part of me also thinks. I don't care if it works for me. That's the truth of it. I know what you're saying. I know. I know that we've all got to think about this, and you know, fashion is 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 important to people. I get that. I just, if I have the ability to have Ira walk with me, say through an airport, I don't give a, give a damn what I look like. I am absolutely with you. But the reason I say that is because it's more of the interest in other people. If you're being stopped every five minutes saying, "What's that? And what are you doing?" And every time you go into a shop or I don't know, anywhere, as people are asking you, ooh, what's that? Uh, to, to be fair, it's annoying. Um, uh, are you better off just holding out your phone in front of you at that point? Uh, that's, mm. that's the point I'm making. Is it actually more of a disruption? Because it's, it's weird. I know that's a strange argument, but... I, I, think, I think it's very individual as well. Yeah. Right? I mean, for, for me, I could say, yeah, I'm fine with it. Someone else would say, no way, Jose. Well, I mean, um, how many times when we, when we first started using the iPhones as blind people, I mean, the amount of people used to come up, how are you using that? And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that happened all the time way yeah. back in the day. Yeah. I mean, it's, the, the classic way to use an iPhone when you're blind is turn your head to the right and, you know, try and shove the bottom of the phone into your ear. Yes, that's right. Yes, of course. That's the... <laughs> Yes, that's the, that's the way to use it. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's really interesting. I, I, I'll be intrigued to play with this a bit more, and we'll see how it goes. Um, I I am hopeful about it. I'm intrigued by it. I like the I like the idea of it. I th- I can't wait to see future development. Um, yes, and you know, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. But so far, you know, I mean, the thing is, out of the box, here's the thing: it works, right? It's not like it's not working or you know it's not reading things properly or it's not as good as it's responsive like with the short text it's really snappy like seeing ai is yeah i mean we can do tests on that all that and we will over the over course next few weeks we'll definitely do all that but um you know i've got a trip to london coming up and i want to have this with me because i know i'll need it and uh yeah obviously i don't have ira yet that's kind of annoying but at least i'll have the ability to read signs and you know all that kind of stuff. Uh, one thing I will mention just finally is GPS. It doesn't seem to be connected in any way with GPS at the moment. But I guess with having the headset on, you wouldn't really need that, would you? Because it's, the camera's not going to add anything. No, What? What? why would GPS. you need GPS? I mean, I thought something might be built in with the ARX app, some kind of location. Well, maps where might am be I? quite good. Turn by turn, you know, just a link to Google Maps or a feed through yeah. to Google Maps maybe. But um, I suppose you would do that anyway with the phone conduction headphones. 
Yeah, I don't know. Lots of testing to be done. Yes. Lots of testing to be done. Lots of questions to be answered. I'm sure you'll have some too. Uh, do get in touch with us. Hello at blindguytalkstech.com is my email address. Hello. You can... Hello. Uh, you can also call 0204-571-3354. Leave us a voicemail on what is now known as the Felix Eleanor line. That's beautiful. Isn't it just? And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow with more of your comments and questions and a demo from Aaron as well. That's all coming up next on the podcast. Catch you tomorrow. Bye. If you want even more Blind Guy in your life, visit blindguytalkstech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow. I better put my jeans back on.